Hello everyone and welcome to the Inner Works podcast. My name is Hannah Mitchell and I'm a mindset and manifestation coach. If you've been looking to uplevel every single aspect of your life and step into the higher quality woman that you've always dreamed of becoming, you're in the right place. My mission is to help ambitious women unleash their hidden potential, allowing them to reach their ultimate life goals and desires. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Inner Works podcast. Now for this week's episode I'm going to be talking about something a little bit different and that is entrepreneurship which is super exciting for me because as you know I usually strictly talk about manifestation, mindset, a little bit of spirituality but more recently with my coaching clients and actually onboarding coaching clients as well I've been talking a lot about business and business strategy And without realizing it, I've been giving away like so many business techniques and strategies to people that are wanting to start their own business. So I thought I might incorporate a little bit of this onto my podcast because I feel like I've got so much knowledge on all of this. And I just want to share it with you, like what's worked for me, what hasn't. And believe me when I tell you that I've tried out so many business ideas from selling light up lamps, not light up lamps, light up mirrors to... um, creating a gym wear brand so many things some of them made a lot of money some of them not so much so it's all been cycles of trial and error and as always I'm sharing with you what's worked for me and what hasn't worked so what I do now is coaching and I feel like with this business unlike any of the others I feel like I've actually found my calling and I'm actually passionate about what I do which I've not experienced before So yeah, I'm sharing with you exactly what works for me now in terms of strategy, techniques, and what doesn't work so much. So yeah, I'm going to share all of this with you and all of the things that have helped my business to grow. So let's get into the episode. Oh, before we dive right in, I just want to say that I'm currently offering both mindset and manifestation coaching and business coaching together. So I'm helping clients to rewire any limiting beliefs around success, going self-employed, their money mindset, and also strategic stuff with the business side. So I'm helping you go really deep into manifestation and rewiring your subconscious, all of that mindset stuff. And then I'm also helping you out with the business side of things. So ads, marketing, Instagram, content creation, all of that I'm helping you with. So whether you're wanting to start up on social media, you're starting your own business, whatever it is, if you're interested in coaching, please DM me on Instagram at innerworkscoaching or in my bio on my Instagram, I've also got a link for you to book a 20 minute free discovery call. And within that, we'll talk all about your goals, um, how I can help you. And we'll just see if we're the right fit for each other. There's no pressure with those calls. We're just seeing if you're the right fit. So I'm offering that for people that are wanting to start a business and also people that aren't. And then we can just strictly focus on that mindset and manifestation with whatever it is that you're striving for, whatever goals that you've got. So yeah, if you are someone that is wanting to start a business though, please do get in touch because I can help you so, so much and give you all of the techniques and the skills that I've learned on the way. Because I remember when I started my first business, I was like, what am I doing? I know nothing about how to run Facebook ads. I know nothing about Pinterest. And I know nothing about Instagram. I don't know how to get followers. I don't know how to make a website. When you start out, you're so clueless because we're not taught any of this stuff. So what I want to do is help you guys out with it. And yeah, just it gives you a better start, doesn't it, if you're more clued up. So if you are interested, please find me on Instagram at innerworkscoaching. And yeah, we can sort something out together. We can get your business started together. So yeah. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about 12 tips for new entrepreneurs and business owners. So like I said, there are a lot of things that you learn from when you start your business to when you say like a year in, two years in. 
and I'm just gathering all of the things that I've learned, all of the things I swear by, and I'm telling you all of the things I wish I knew when I first started my business. So the first one is, when starting out, we seem to focus on the minor things rather than the major things. So what I mean by this is that we spend so much time focusing on things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. So for me, this was focusing on the aesthetics of my Instagram, like making sure I've got the perfect colour scheme, everything like that, which yeah, it is good to have um, strict brand colours to make you stand out and make your brand more cohesive. But when you're first starting out, you need that strategy in place first. You need actual ways to be making money and getting clients rather than focusing on the stuff that doesn't matter to start off with. Like if we focus on the major stuff first, we can do the minor stuff afterwards. So a major task might be taking on action um, focusing on strategies and a minor task, like I said, is something like looking at the aesthetics of your social media or your website or just doing tiny jobs here and there that aren't really that noticeable and aren't very lucrative in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, they make our brand look pretty, but are they bringing money in directly right now or can they wait while we do while we focus on those major things? Because I think when we first start out business, 80% of our time, and I think a study has been done on this, I saw it earlier, 80% of our time is focused on the minor things and 20% is focused on the major. So if we shift that round and we focus on, first of all, getting a strategy in place, um, focusing on how to get clients, how to make the customer journey like effective, if we focus on that first, our business is more likely to be so much more successful. And I think this reason is why so many business owners struggle to find customers and clients to start off with because they're just focusing on the minor stuff. And I also think that the reason that we do this is because we're actually scared of taking those major big steps. Like we're scared to put the strategy in place. We're scared to release the products. We're scared to put a coaching um, program in place. Because I remember when I started my coaching business, I was so scared to actually take on clients. I was so bothered about like creating the content and making my brand aesthetically pleasing. Like I was so petrified of actually taking on new clients. So I avoided it, which is bizarre when you think about it because it's a coaching business. So yeah, if you just switch that, so try and focus that 80% of your time on the major things and 20% on the minor things. And like I said, the longer you spend in like on your business, the more time you'll have for those minor things later on. So the prettiness and the aesthetics of your brand, they can wait. Right now, focus on the strategy, the techniques, how you're showing up for your customers, um, how you can make the journey better. Focus on all of that right now. And I do have a few tips for this. So the first one is something that I call the first things first rule. So the first task that you do of the day I want it to be the most important task of the day. So if you did that one task and then your day ended after you've done that one task, would you be happy with how productive you've been that day? So this is something that I do so often now because first of all, it makes me feel so accomplished once I've done this first thing and it just makes you want to do more and more, the more accomplished you feel. So yeah, do the first most important thing of the day first of all. So that's the first things first rule. So the second tip is for a week, I want you to record every single thing that you do regarding your business, because this will allow you to look back and think about and analyze whether you're actually spending your time wisely, because a lot of the time we're not. 
we're just messing around doing things that don't matter. And looking back, we're like, wow, I've had such an, not an unproductive week, but productive, but productive on the wrong things. And like I said, we want to be focusing on the major things. So take a diary out or a journal and record every single thing that you do for your business that week. And I think a lot of you will actually be amazed that you're spending a lot of your time on the wrong things because I tried this out last month and I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, no, I've spent like three hours on this one insignificant thing all week. Like, it's crazy. So try those tips out and let me know because I think they are game changing, especially that second one, because it really wakes you up to what you're spending your time on. Okay, and my second tip is to be disciplined. Now, as a business owner, you need to be one of the most disciplined people ever because you're your own boss. Like, you, the only person telling you what to do is yourself. So you need to be super disciplined, super on the ball and super motivated. And this is the thing, we're not always going to wake up motivated. So that is where that discipline needs to kick in. And I don't care what anyone says, being your own boss requires so much hard work. So we need to be extremely disciplined. And I have a little trick for this one as well, actually. So a huge way that I managed to keep myself disciplined is using the Pomodoro technique. Now, I don't know if any of you have heard of this, but I used to use this when I was at university. And honestly, it kept me so focused when I was revising, um, doing essays. And what the Pomodoro technique is, is it's a timer. So I use an app on my phone. It's called Be Focused. You can download it. It's completely free. I've got the free version. And yeah, it uses a Pomodoro technique. So this includes 25 minutes of work and a five minute break. So you do that four times over. And I think once you've done that four times, then you can take a 15 to 30 minute break. So yeah, you're just doing that over and over. And it's, I think there's some scientific research behind it that that's like the optimal way to keep you focused. And that's just what I do. So in segments of 25 minutes, I get as much work done on a particular topic as I can. And this keeps me so disciplined. I can't even explain, like it keeps you so focused. You're not zoning out. You're not focusing on the small stuff. It works wonders. So try this one out. The app is called Be Focused, completely free. Or actually, I think on Spotify, a lot of people have playlists called the Pomodoro Technique. And I think it's, they play 25 minutes worth of music with no lyrics. And then as soon as the music with lyrics comes on, that's when you know it's your five second break, your five minute break. So yeah, check that out as well if you're not into the app. But yeah, this one has been life changing for me and keeps me so disciplined, focused, um, task oriented, everything. My third tip for new entrepreneurs is to go all in. And I wish someone had told me this when I started my coaching journey because I was the complete opposite of this. Like I said, I was scared to release my coaching. I was scared to talk to clients. I remember actually turning away my first few like potential clients because I was so petrified of taking people on because I had serious imposter syndrome. So yeah, at the beginning, I wish that someone had said to me, just go all in because the only way that you can know if your business idea is going to be a success is if you give it all that you've got. Like excuses are real things and they're valid. Like there might be reasons that you can't do things, reasons you can't be a success, but it's just about having that now what attitude. Like what can I do to get around this excuse? What can I do to go all in? Because a lot of the time I think we all have these business ideas and we get carried away with the vision. We're like, we just love the idea of it but we're too scared to jump all in. 
And whether this is because of fear of failure, imposter syndrome, scared of what people will think, so many of us are just scared to give this business all that we've got. And I think when I first started out, I think the reason that I didn't go all in is because I was so scared that it would fail and I'd have to go back to a nine to five job that absolutely petrified me. So the advice I would give is go all in. Work tirelessly until your business is off the ground. Like just work so, so hard and just constantly be focused on, not constantly, you need a break, but focus so hard on your business. Constantly think like, what do I need to do? What can I do to improve this? Just go all in, create the products, um, find what works for your clients, just go all in. I promise you, you will not regret it. And if you're going all in and it fails, at least you know that you gave it your all. If you don't go all in and it fails, you'll constantly be thinking like, oh, what if, what if I tried harder? What if I did this? And by then you might have like a new job, you might have moved on. So go all in now. And then if something does go wrong, you can find a way to get around it or choose something different. My fourth tip is to write every idea that you have for your business in a journal. Now, this is something that is essential for me now. Like, I write every single thing in my journal. Actually, recently, I switched from my journal to an app that I've got on my Mac and my phone called Notion. And this app, honestly, I've been, <laughs> I've been telling everyone and their mum about this app. It's like the notes app in your phone, but so much better. You can transform it as much as you want like personalize it so you can add a cover you can add emojis as like the title you can change the colors you can add in a habit tracker i add every single idea that i have into notion and then i divide it all up into sections so like business thoughts things like that so yeah every idea that you have write it down because otherwise you will feel so overwhelmed and you'll have so many ideas flying around your head and you're guaranteed to forget some of them. You'll have some amazing ideas. And I believe that every idea comes to us for a reason. Like there's a reason that belief, that idea is in your head because you need to execute it and carry it out and give it a try. So it's good when you've got a journal or one of these apps, just write every idea that comes to you down. It'll make you feel so much more organized and you can sit in bed at night and just look through all of the ideas that you've had that day choose which ones you want to execute, see what you want to do with these ideas. It's life-changing, honestly. It just gets rid of that brain fog, gets rid of that overwhelm, and you'll feel so much less stressed because you're just emptying out your your mind onto paper or onto your laptop. So yeah, try that one out. I think a lot of business owners do this anyway, so this is probably nothing new to you, but the app Notion, please give that a try. That one is completely free as well, and I am obsessed. I only downloaded this last week and I think I spent like four hours transforming all of the notes, transferring, sorry, all of the notes from my phone into this app because I just love it and I'm the biggest fan of it right now. But yeah, try this out and your brain will thank you because you're getting rid of all of that, all of the built up like open folders, open tabs in your brain. So try it out. My fifth tip is that everything can be learned online and everything's a learning process. Like I said, when I first started my first business, I was so clueless. I didn't know how to do anything at all. Like, I didn't know how to make a website. I didn't know how to make, like, content for my Instagram. I didn't even know what Canva was. I was like, how do people get these amazing graphics? Canva. Now I love Canva. I know how to use every feature on Canva now. But, like, six months ago, I didn't even know how to do that. We can learn so much online. 
and we're the type of generation we're so lucky to be living in the modern age like you can literally watch a video by a millionaire teaching you how to become rich right in the comfort of your own home and i don't think we acknowledge how crazy that actually is like if you want to learn about how to run facebook ads search it on youtube you'll find out if you want to learn how to create your own website google it there are so many free resources out there whether it's books podcasts um yeah books aren't free are they podcasts youtube videos there is so so much out there and things like facebook groups like you can learn so many things online so if you're in the process right now of just starting out and you don't know how to do anything break it all down find out what you need to learn about to make your business a success and how to make it established and then so like write that down as a like a to-do list so monday i want to learn how to do facebook ads tuesday i want to learn how to use pinterest write it down as a to-do list and then just google it google it and you'll get so many tutorials online and just follow those it is so easy when you know how so i just want to tell you like if there is something that you don't know how to do right now don't let it put you off don't let it stop you from starting that business because there is always a way it's just a way of learning how to everything is learning how to like when we're first born this is a silly example but when we're first born we don't know anything like everything that we've learned to this date is a learning process like we're not born with all this knowledge we learn everything so there might be some business owners out there and you think they seem so skilled and they know how to do everything it's just because they learned how to like the only reason they're ahead of you is because they learned how to do all these things and there is nothing stopping you from doing that, doing that with all of these free resources online. So yeah, write a to-do list of what you need to learn and then just go out and search it. It's that simple. Tip number six is that you have to trust the process even in the hardest of times. So trust that this is your path. Trust that this is, if you're giving it your all, trust that whatever is happening to you right now is meant to be happening to you. And if something happens that throws you off track a little bit, then you just find a different route. Do not give up. Trust the process. And where you are right now is where you're meant to be. But just give it your all and find a way to get around all of the curveballs that are thrown your way. Tip number seven is meditation. Now, I know this one sounds a little bit weird for business. But honestly, when I tell you how this has transformed the way that I work, I'm serious. Meditation is key for discovering new ideas. So I've told you guys that I don't meditate in the typical way. I just lay on my bed with some music or in silence for like an hour. And the amount of creative business ideas that come to my mind is crazy. Because the thing is, you have to be out of your own head to be able to receive those divine downloads and those ideas and that inspiration. Because when we're sat on the spot trying to think like, oh, I need ideas, I need ideas. They never come to us. Ideas come to us when our mind is turned off and we're not constantly on that hamster wheel of thinking and thinking. So take half an hour out every single day to just lay in silence and allow those ideas to come to you. And a lot of the creative ideas that come your way, you can implement them into your business. So I've had so many like masterclass ideas, course ideas, so, so much. And even like coaching techniques, so much has come to me from these meditation sessions. And like I said, I think ideas come to us for a reason because we're the ones that are meant to be executing them. No one else, just us. So try this out and yeah, I swear by this. Even if you can't do it every day, just like once a week and just see what ideas come to your mind and try and execute them and implement them into your business. 
The next tip is that personal development when you're running a business never ends. If I'm comfortable with something and I want to get better, I challenge myself. So let's say, for example, that um, I'm completely comfortable with posting on my Instagram stories, my Instagram. I'm completely comfortable with podcasts, but I'm not comfortable with live videos. I would challenge myself to do a live video every other day for the month. So whatever it is that you're not comfortable with in terms of running your business, set a challenge for yourself of how many times you want to do that within the next month. So whether it's you want to record a YouTube video every week for the next month until you're confident with it, do that. If it's recording recording a podcast episode every single day until you're comfortable with it, do that. And I think it's important, like, don't focus on the outcome, so the results, the followers, focus on the mastery. So if you're not completely comfortable with, like, advertising on Facebook, go all in, learn how to do Facebook, become an expert on Facebook. And also, rather than looking at the long term and focusing on people at the top of their game, focus on the next steps for the stage that you're currently at. So become a master at one thing at a time and challenge yourself until you're completely comfortable because... There are a lot of things that I'm comfortable with, like posting on my Instagram, my podcast, um, Facebook, but there's a lot that I'm not comfortable with at all. Like very soon, I'm going to be doing a lot more YouTube videos and I want to be super, super consistent with those YouTube videos until I'm 100% confident with them because YouTube and speaking on video is a skill that I want to completely master. Like I'm okay with my short videos, but I think YouTube videos are quite a bit longer and they scare me. So within the next few months, that is a skill that I want to completely master. So right now, I want you to think about what are you not comfortable with or what skill could you develop? It doesn't even have to be that you're not comfortable with it. It's just like something that you don't know yet, like how to run Facebook ads and set a challenge for like the next week to learn all about it and become an expert and a master. And I want you to challenge yourself to the point that you could teach someone else all about it. Like you're that confident in your ability with it and your new developed skill that you could teach someone else. Another thing with this personal development tip is surround yourself with so many online mentors and people that you want to become. So watch some personal development videos, watch podcasts, um, read books. So you're constantly learning and picking up new ideas and inspiration from other business owners. So yeah, surround yourself with this personal development, challenge yourself, learn new skills and your business will thank you for it because as you're developing, your business will also develop with you. The next tip is to put yourself in the seat of the customer and if you're wanting to become a coach or a teacher of some kind, this is so important. So when you look through your courses, look at it as if you're from like approaching it from their point of view and even if you've got like an e-commerce store, let's say, I think there's some, um, I think I'm sure there's a Chrome extension you can download and it records the screen of like where your customer sort of logs out. So you know the people that don't check out, it records like why they haven't. So like they might have got to the price and then left the page and it's basically doing that being coaching terms. So look over your course, is there anything that the customer might not know about? So for example, I teach law of attraction. I could create a masterclass or a course where I dive straight straight in and I've not actually explained what the law of attraction is. So it's all about putting yourself in the seat of the customer. Where might they get confused? Where might they not feel as connected to you? What isn't working for them? What might they be struggling with? And at what parts do they sort of doubt themselves? 
So put yourself in the seat of the customer and I promise you, if you work on the things that you recognise might not work for them, you will change the customer experience so much better because I think a lot of the time we create things but we don't actually think like, how will the customer experience this? We just look at it from our own point of view and we assume that the customer like will have the same same mindset as us when like consuming all of this content. So yeah, put yourself in the seat of the customer, see what they might think, what they might like, what they might not like. So yeah, my 10th tip, and this one is more for influencers, coaches, teachers, people with like a social media following where they love to show up like authentically themselves on the stories. And this is that your audience will love your vulnerability. So I would recommend writing down any stories that you think might touch your followers' hearts, make them resonate with you, because it's all about connection. We want to build that connection with our followers. And there is nothing that builds connection more than being completely vulnerable with them and opening your heart and saying like, look, I'm showing up, I'm raw, I'm vulnerable, I'm opening you, I'm opening up to you, I'm letting you see my story because I think you'll resonate with this. And because I've been through this, this is how I can help you. And when I've posted vulnerable stories on my Instagram, things like that, my followers love it. And a lot of the time they really resonate with it. And in turn, it helps them so, so much. So if you're in a similar um, field of work to me, please start being a little bit more vulnerable on your Instagram stories. As scary as it seems, your followers will love it. They'll thank you for it. And we're here to serve them. And the fact that they're seeing things in you that resonate with them and you're telling them that you've faced things that they've, they're facing right now or you've had the same struggles, they'll love that. And they'll see you as like, yeah, she's got through it, so I can too yeah they're just recognizing themselves in you and that is so so powerful because you want that connection you want to be of service to them and this is the best way that you can do it like being your raw and honest and vulnerable self so show up vulnerable the next tip is to reflect at the end of every month so I always grab my journal at the end of the month and I write about what's worked well what have been my main accomplishments what could I have done better and I think this works really well for me actually because a lot of the time I get sidetracked by things, I get distracted easily, I focus on the small stuff and this reflection, it kicks you back on track. You're like, right, I'm really focusing on the wrong things now. Um, these are my goals for next month. This is what I need to change. This is what I need to focus on more. So the more you reflect, the more you can improve your processes, your strategies and what you're actually doing. So yeah, do this. It's an easy one. Just do it at the end of every month. Like just take like 10 minutes to reflect on the month. Just grab a journal and see how you're getting on. And this will change so much for your business. Like you're just, it's just allowing time with yourself to see what's working, see what's not working, see if your time could be spent better. But yeah, this one, game changer. And my final tip is the best way to open doors is to serve others. So especially if you're a coach, I know I've got a few coaches that listen, the best way to open doors of opportunity, um, financial abundance is to serve others. Please trust me when I say that the more giving and serving that you do for your audience and your potential clients, the more the universe will want to give and serve you. Like I'm constantly in my DMs messaging people like, how can I best help you? And I'm giving away so much free like advice and it's because I just want to serve people because I truly believe that the more advice and the more service I give, the more the universe will reward me. And there is nothing better than just giving free advice and helping people out. 
But when you're serving people, don't do it from a way of like, oh, if I do this, I'm going to receive this in turn from the universe. Like, no, do it out of the kindness of your heart. Do it because you want to. Don't let it come from the ego. Make it purely an act of service from the kindness of your heart. So this could be like asking on your Instagram story, like, um, what is it that you most you struggle with the most? And I have people reply to that and then I message them like, hey, um, I've got this free like piece of advice for you. Maybe this will work, maybe this won't. You know what I mean? Like I'm not making them sign up for anything. I'm giving out free advice, just little snippets, giving them like a taster of my knowledge, what I've got on offer. But I'm not pushing my course on them or I'm not pushing my coaching on them. I just say to them like, hey, maybe try this. And honestly, since I've been doing this, I've found so much like financial reward and opportunity from the universe for doing this and I just think like who doesn't want to serve others like you want to help people out and you want to be loving towards people and when you recognize something in your followers or your audience that was once you why would you not want to help them out like I'm constantly like oh I need to help this person I need to help this person I've been there like a lot of the time like I had a girl last week and she was struggling with something that I struggled with um I think it was like over a year ago and I was like I sent her some free advice um I didn't push my coaching on her or anything like that I sent her some free advice and methods that I used and she was still struggling so I was like okay let's hop on a 20 minute call and we'll talk this out I'll help you through it like this wasn't a sales call or anything like just purely making friends and just helping her out where I could so yeah try this one out and yeah, it's always good to be a better citizen of the world, <laughs> help people out and your audience will appreciate you so much more for it. And it's a good way of like making friends and making those connections. Okay, that is it for all of my tips for you new business owners, entrepreneurs. I'm sorry if my voice sounds a little bit different or I'm a little bit more high pitched. I've had a few glasses of wine and that tends to happen to my voice when I've had a drink. So I do apologize. Um, yeah, it can be a bit annoying when I talk like this, but that's okay. I've had a good time. This episode has actually been really fun for me. But yeah, um, if you want to find out more, please head over to my Instagram at innerworkscoaching. And like I said, if you're interested in any mindset, manifestation or business coaching, please do DM me or click the link in my bio to book a free 20 minute discovery call. So we can have a chat about your goals, how I can help you and create a real business strategy to get you those first bits of income because that is what I love to do. When I see someone that's working a nine to five and they hate it, I'm just like, right, let me open up all of these doors of what I can teach you, what you can learn online and how we can get your first bits of income so you can believe like what is actually possible for you. So yeah, just message me on Instagram if you're interested in that. Um, and if you're listening on Apple, I would be super grateful if you could leave me a review. It would really help me out and spread the podcast. So yeah, hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll be back again next week. Bye.